Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted that you could join us this evening. It is the last Thursday of April. That has gone really fast for me. I imagine it probably has for you as well. And um, just a quick note, I'm going to be traveling next week, so I'm not going to be taking live callers, but I've, I'm going to be, be playing a live recorded show with a guy named Gary Temple Bodley, who you guys are going to love. He's, he channels some spirit guides named Joshua, and it's really interesting the stuff he channels and has to say about all aspects of life, and also he's really fun too. So I believe you're really going to enjoy that. The reason I'm going to be traveling is because my older brother Jay is having some very serious surgery next Friday on May 5th. So if you could remember him in your prayers, I would really appreciate it. I am going to be with him in Columbus, Ohio, and I'll be zapping on him in person and be there with him for the weekend and his family. So please remember him in your prayers, send him positive vibes. And um, I appreciate that. I know he will too. Just as a reminder, my intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people all around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have quite a few callers on hold this evening, so let's go ahead and get to them. And uh, it, it bodes to be a really fun show this evening. So let's go. Let's get going. Okay, our first caller, I believe, is Allie. Hi, Allie. Are you Hi. with us? Yes, I Hi, am. How Hi. are you? Okay. Please tell yes. everybody where you're calling from. From Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> where I will be next week. That's right. The the home of my birth. The city of yes. my birth. Yeah. Yes. Well, what's going um, on? Um, I have been an absolute mess this week. I'm not okay. feeling like myself. I can't stop crying. Uh, I went on vacation last week and it was amazing. I had the best time. I really like, like oh my gosh, I feel like a new person. And as soon as I left, I became like, I don't know what's going on. And the only thing I could think of was I had been doing so well. I was eating so healthy and no sugar or anything like that. And I've heard that sugar can link to depression and stuff. So I didn't know if that may have had a link or if I'm just missing my dad so much. Like I just can't even like, I can barely talk about it. Like I just am a puddle on the floor. Right. And, and uh, please tell everybody your dad's been gone. How long now? He's been gone six months. Six um, months. Wow. That's gone yeah, fast. Yeah, okay. it has. And I didn't really, I don't know if I'm just now starting to grieve him or I just, I, I don't know. I'm just 
that I've gone through all these emotions and I don't understand why they're happening now, but I've not been myself this weekend. I'm like, something's wrong. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, let me get you on my radar and let's see if there's something medical going on and then we'll talk about the grief stuff. Okay. Okay. And um, how I do this, everybody, is I raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. When our spirits are in bodies and are hum- having the human experience, we vibrate at a faster rate um, when we're out of the body than when we're in the human body, just because the body has mass. And so I raise my vibrational level really high. It takes me a nanosecond to do it. And then I will see a laser beam go from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama. It's going to go hook in with Allie up in Columbus, Ohio. And then I'm going to shoot energy from her feet up through the top of her head. And it's like I'm looking at an x-ray in my head or a CT scan or an MRI. And uh, my eyes are closed. And, and um, so, Allie, here we go. I'm going to get you on my radar, and then we'll find out, see if there's anything medical going on. Well, yeah, you're full of depression. Obviously, you already told us that. What depression looks like to me is fog, but a dry fog, like the fog that an athlete runs through going onto a football field or onto a basketball court. And... Um, so that's brown. So let me clear that out. Yeah, you've got a lot of inflammation. How I clear it out is I suck that energy. I watch it get sucked out of your energy field. And um, so that would be a healing part of this scan. And underneath that depression energy is um, lots of inflammation. Okay, and the inflammation is most likely caused by you being on vacation last week. What did you eat and drink that you normally don't eat and drink? Everything. Okay, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I hadn't had sugar in like eight weeks and I ate sugar because it was Easter and I was like, I never get to go on vacation. I'm going to eat carbs and all this stuff, but I didn't realize that it messes with you mentally. It really does. And what you can do to help with that is obviously let that go, the sugar and all that stuff. And it's easier said than done. And I know if I've eaten a bunch of sugar, like on Easter or whatever, for the next couple of days, I just have a headache from hell. I mean, I go through withdrawal. It's it's ridiculous. And my girlfriend is a psychologist, and she said, that's what my my, um, opiate addicts go through. She said, that's opiate withdrawal. And I thought, oh, my goodness. So that's number one. Number two, drink tons of water. Number three, really increase your good fat. So eat at least an avocado, a whole avocado a day. You know, you can have it and eat one for lunch, Mm -hmm. half for lunch and a half for dinner. Coconut oil. Um, virgin, uh, extra virgin olive oil. Make sure it's organic as much as you can do. You know, use that on your salads. Eat eggs, whole eggs, organic whole eggs. Um, You know, that kind of stuff. Grass-fed butter. When you do that, that's really going to help your brain chemicals and it's going to help alleviate the depression. There's a book that Kelly Brogan, MD, wrote, she's a psychiatrist in New York City, and it's called A Mind of Your Own. And she talks about that she doesn't put her patients for depression on antidepressants. She deals with it with diet. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. I highly recommend everybody read that book. If you know somebody or have ever felt any depression in your lifetime, it's really enlightening. Um, So that's number one. Number two, Allie, as far as your dad goes, Grief works 
very similar to waves in the ocean. And by that I mean it comes in as a wave crashes into the shore and it comes in with a lot of force, can knock you off your feet, which it sounds like it has in the past Mm -hmm. week, but then it recedes, right? And then it's calm. And then it's going to come back in with force, and it's gonna, you're going to feel it, and you're going to cry and all of that. If you allow yourself to do that as much as possible, now, you know, if you're out at work right. or in the middle of a, you know, in the middle of the right. grocery store or something, you know, you don't want to turn into a slobbering, yeah. you know, sobbing mess. But if you can allow that to happen, it's going to, it's going to go. And it's going to get better. And you just take one step at a time as you do that. The other thing is, you know, your dad is always around you, right? His spirit. And he's always around your children as well. You have one child, right? Yes. Yeah, you have one. Okay. So for now. now. Oh, good. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, like, hopefully later. Yeah. Have you been practicing? I know. Right? You don't need to give us any details. We're trying. Yeah. Okay. That means you're practicing. That's good. Yeah. Okay. So um, just know that, you know, you can talk to him at any time. You know, you ask him a question in your head and the first mm-hmm. thing that comes into your mind, like within a second is his answer. So if you think about it for more than a second or two, that's your brain answering you. Yeah. So do you feel him around you? Sometimes. <laughs> just, I, like I said, this week I've just been so emotionally like, depressed, pretty much. Like I've just been, you know, I just, I, I, had, I did have a dream. I think it was a visit when I was on vacation, letting Good. me know he was there. Good. Um, yeah. So. Well, the other the other thing is too is I think sometimes it's good for us to get away because we're in we're we're just in action mode when mm-hmm. we lose a loved one and we're taking care of everybody and taking care of everything and we stay busy and part of that's a defense mechanism that I think is really helpful and then when yeah. you go on vacation and you let that guard down this is allowing your emotions to flow so this is all good. Yeah. Believe it or not. I know it doesn't feel good, but it's all good. I know. I know. It's yeah. just so uh, okay. awful. So remember the waves of the ocean. Yeah. Were you, were you near an ocean on vacation? I was. Yes, it was well, on the beach. Okay, perfect. So you, mm-hmm. you know. I you, did. I looked at it and thought of that, too. Like, yeah. This is what's happening to me right now. <laughs> yeah. Waves of the ocean. And it gets yeah. better. I promise. Okay. It gets better. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, all thanks right. for calling in. Hang in yeah. there, girl. Thank okay. You. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. I believe our next caller is Julie. She, maybe maybe you're my lost twin and we didn't know it. Are you there? <laughs> yes, I am. Hi. Good evening. Hi. How are you thank doing? Thank you. You too. I'm great. Thank you. I'm excited Terrific. to be on the call. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you on the call. Please tell everybody where you're calling from. Bluffton, South Carolina. Bluffton, South Carolina. Where is that? I know, right? That's what all my sons say. It's in the middle of Hilton Head and Savannah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Great. Oh, I love Hilton Head and I love Savannah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're just about 20 to 25 minutes away from each place. So it's great. Oh, terrific. Terrific. Boy, Paula Dean really has remade Savannah. You know, I can't think of Savannah now without thinking of her, but I used to, I've been to Savannah many, many times. And... um the Palestone Inn, right? 
that which mm-hmm. is a historic inn, which is really cool. But um, yeah, what a neat place. Well, did you have a question for me this evening? I sure do. Um, okay. Throughout my life, but most recently, I have been dealing with migraines. And yeah. um, by trial and error, sometimes I think I know what triggers it, uh, which is usually some form of food, but I haven't been able to nail it down. Um, it's not as common as sugar. It's bizarre. I'll have pizza from one place and get a migraine so bad that I'll get sick, and then I can have a frozen pizza and be fine. One of the ones with worse ingredients in it. Some substitute yeah. sugars seem to bother me, but regular sugar won't. So I just thought, oh, I maybe can see about asking and seeing maybe what uh, pinpoint it or try to get more specifics as to why I get these migraines. So, Have you had them all your life or are you just experiencing them now? I, I have had them all my life, but I haven't had this bad in, in like since my, when I was in my 20s, like 15 years ago or something. So um, they've definitely just kind of creeped up in the last five or six years. Well, I guess I've, I guess I noticed them more and noticed what I'm eating more since I've become more health conscious, you know? Mm-hmm. And how old are you, Julie? I'm 35. Okay. All right. Because a lot of times migraines will start, like it, they, they, I've had them all my life too, and I really have them under control now, but um, I can remember being a three-year-old and having them mm-hmm. and, you know, just wanting to drill a hole in my head. And let yeah. me tell you, everybody, if you... If you've heard of migraines, but you've never experienced one, I had my son without drugs. Migraine pain is worse than labor pain. I went labor right. pain, you know, totally without drugs. Not because I right. wanted to, but just because he came quickly and they didn't have time to, <laughs> right. to, you know, hook me up. I wanted them to hook right. me up to the anesthetic like two weeks <laughs> oh, early. Can't you do goodness. one of those astronaut pack things, you know? <laughs> so, um, but, oh, yeah, they're atrocious, the pain. All right. Well, let me see what's going on. The first thing that came to my mind was MSG, too. If I eat okay. something with MSG, it's almost immediate, an immediate reaction um, with the migraines. So, all right. So my laser beam's coming from me here in Sweet Home, Alabama, and it is heading to South Carolina. All right, got you. Yeah, you got some toxic toxic stuff going on. Um, let me see if I can figure out what it is. So what I had talked about with Allie, depression is kind of this brownish grayish color. Yours is just brown. And I'm looking, it's like I'm looking at a hologram of your body, Julie. And it, and the energy again, looks like dry fog, but it's kind of a brown color, but it's not, um, Sometimes I'll see it have an oily consistency, which is airborne stuff. Yours, I'm going to clear out, so I'm going to suck it out and see what's underneath it. I think you are. Tell me about where you live. Uh, have you had a mold problem where you live or where you're off, where you work? No, I, sh- I'm, I shouldn't. I'm a fitness instructor, so I, I work at different places and not one set place for long. Okay. And I mean, the right. house I moved into is rather new. So Okay. Yeah, but new, new houses can have mold too because I'm seeing mold spores in your energy field. And mold can trigger migraines. And, and okay. what it can do is it can make you super susceptible to any kind of a trigger. It's just kind of like your body's on high alert, you know, waiting, waiting mm-hmm. patiently to zap any invaders that are coming in. So let me clear out the mold. Where you live is, I mean, 
let's face it, there's mold in a lot of those places mm-hmm. down there just because it's so humid and a lot of the places are old and you're not too far from the water. Right. Um, I would imagine if you're between Hilton Head and Savannah, you're like, what, 20 minutes from the beach? Right. Yeah, we're near the water. Okay. All right. So I promise you, you're in and out of moldy environments all the time. Okay. Okay. So I'm getting that sucked out of your energy field. I think I think it's preservatives more than anything. Okay. So and they're hidden in foods, especially if we're in a restaurant, because we don't know what what they're doing. So your example of pizza that you get in some restaurant, you know, can trigger a migraine for you. You don't know what kind of sauce they're using. You don't know what kind of cheese they're using. I mean, all that kind of stuff. Whereas if you buy pizza yourself, you can look at the ingredients. And the big things you want to avoid are any kind of preservatives. Um, you know, if it's a word that you can't pronounce, <laughs> you don't want to eat it. <laughs> okay. Sure. And, and you know that, I'm sure, being a fitness trainer. Yeah. I, yeah. It's a, well, well, not only that, it's just I've had so many migraines and usually it's triggered immediately after something I eat. And so I'm like, okay, I shouldn't eat that. But I'm kind of tired of going through life saying I can't have this dessert. I can't have this cup. I can't have something that someone's made for me or go out to eat with my friends at this place because I don't know what it is. So I find it, um, you know, to be quite a nuisance. Yeah. I don't want to be that girl all the time saying, oh, yeah. I can't have that, you know, because I don't know what it is. So right, exactly it is. So. Yeah. Right now, I think it's I think it's the preservatives, especially MSG. MSG can trigger it. The other thing that triggers it a lot is, um, do you drink red wine by any chance? No. I mean, I used to, but I don't anymore because I don't like the way it makes me feel. And I, I'm like, again, I'm for some reason, intuitively, I know that, that this doesn't mix right with my body. It doesn't. How about white wine? I do sometimes drink white wine. Yeah. Okay, if you're going to drink wine, again, I know you don't want to do this, but if you're going to drink wine, try and drink foreign wine, like Australian okay. or European, because the, there's so many sulfites in the right. wine, in American wine, and that can be a trigger as well. Okay. So the foreign wines don't have as many sulfites in them. And then the other thing is you've got a mold allergy going on. And so wine okay. is is mold. You know, it's moldy grapes mm. and it's fermented. So anything that's fermented is going to be a possible trigger for you. The other big thing that's really simple that nobody thinks about until somebody brings it to their attention is if you're going do you put lemon wedges in your water like in a restaurant? I do, but not all the time because then I get canker sores. I mean, I feel like I got some, some stuff that's okay. silly, but all right. I'll do it for a little bit and then I'll eventually get a canker sore from the citrus, I think. I okay. think. I don't even know. Well, no, what it is is it's the yeast that's on the peel of the lemon. Oh. So squeeze the lemon into your water and mix it. Try doing that, but never, ever, ever put any kind of fruit or cucumbers or any of that jazz in your water because it's just yeast okay. water. And yeast is a fungus and it's related, you know, it's like a kissing cousin to mold. And so I think if you can be diligent about just those few things, it's going to let your body relax and not be on hyper alert as far as the allergens that are, and, and you're, you're just getting triggered. 
as a migraine as their reaction. And that's, I, I feel your pain. I've been there. I know mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. So. With, as long as, um, about the mold though, how can I prevent that if I don't really know where the mold is at? Well, or? I think what we can do um, when we have a little more time is call back in. I'll scan your house and okay. see if there's any mold in there. New homes, okay. a lot of times, believe it or not, have as much or more mold than old houses because of all the Tyvek and stuff they put on them, and they make them so tight that there's no air, you know, exchange in them. And they, and so what happens is moisture can't evaporate because they're building them to these new standards where they're just, you know, they're trying to do it to be efficient with heat and air conditioning and all that stuff. And I get that, but unfortunately mold can form as a result right. of that. Okay. Technology. I always thought it was um, wheat or gluten. Probably. Any of that in- well, I, it, if you're eating that, you know, probably good not to eat it, but right. it sounds like you know what a lot of the triggers are right off the bat and and remove stuff and then add stuff in one one at a time, right. especially if you're that cognizant of you eat something and you're, you know, you know you're in trouble. I We were out to dinner, oh gosh, probably two, three months ago, and I we were in a steakhouse and we had um, my husband's daughter and her family and the three grandsons with us. I ate a piece of steak that they had put some kind of seasoning on. It I had a migraine within probably three minutes of taking Great. two bites of that because it had MSG in the, I know it did, it had MSG in the um, seasonings mm. they used. So, you know, it's, it just is what it is. Really, it's, a, it's an asset. If you can change how you look at it and you look at it as an asset, what's happening is you're not putting toxins into your body, which means you're going to be healthier and live longer feasibly. Right. So I, I look at it as an asset, okay. not a hassle. Okay, so right. just okay. change how you think about that and, right. um, and, and see how it's helping you. Okay? Excellent. All right. Okay. Thanks for calling thank in. Thank you. Yes, okay, thank take you so much. Care. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay, I believe our next caller is Miss Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Are you with us? Kathy, get me off mute. Oops, sorry, I put myself on mute and <laughs> didn't realize I had. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> you didn't know I was, was going to sing to you this evening, did you? <laughs> oh, gosh. Please tell everybody uh, where you're calling from. I'm calling from Clarksville, Ohio. The last train to Clarksville. We talked about that last time you called. <laughs> I know. Every time I say Clarksville, I think of that song. <laughs> I know the monkeys. We're dating ourselves. Yep. I oh, know. <laughs> well, how are you? What's going on? I'm doing okay. Um, I don't really have any burning questions. My little one's doing okay. My little catty, kitty Katie's doing okay. She's gradually getting through her her adjustment here physically. So um, thank you for your help with that earlier this week. Julie helped. Tell everybody, you know, just yeah. the abbreviated version of, we had a private session earlier this week, everybody. So just, you know, give everybody an idea of what was going on with with Katie the cat, our our show's mascot. Yeah, it was really, yes, she is. Yeah, it was really interesting because I could tell something was wrong with her, but I couldn't tell exactly what it was. Um, And gosh, I I can't even remember. I just remember she was really bloated and really physically just laying around and not, not feeling well at all, which she's had some health issues and a couple dental surgeries over the last year. And, um, but, um, 
Julie looked at her, and I'm trying to remember how you worded it, what it was that you saw. She had, a parasite. She had parasites. Yes, yes. And, and we were uh, trying to figure out where she got them. Yeah, and we figured it out, yeah. Yep, she, they, got them, uh, she got them from using another cat's litter box, you guys. And yep. that, that's how she got them, but um, I'm glad she's doing better. That's great, because she was, she was yeah. a sick sick feline well did you have another question for me um it's kind of i do have just a real it's not a burning question but it's it's on my mind so i'll go ahead and ask it um i was talking to another friend who's uh who also has uh, intuitive abilities and i hadn't called into her show for years like 10 years um but this was and it ended up it was her last call so i was really glad i called in um, but when I was talking with her, she was talking to me. I mentioned to her about my dad and um, my father who has dementia and has had for a while now. And I've talked to, I've asked questions of Julie about him on the calls as well. And um, she was really encouraging me to, and she, I told her that he's got dementia, but she was really encouraging me to have a, to have conversation with him. But she and he and I have a special bond, which we do. Um, and that it would really be helpful for me to go and just be one-on-one with him alone and, and talk with him. But in, after I got off the call, I, I was thinking, well, how, how do I exactly go about doing that? Because of his dementia, does that, make, well, does that question make any sense to you at all? It does. Yeah, it does. And um, actually, we have a question that was submitted online that uh, if we have time, I'll I'll read on the show this evening about a, a woman whose father-in-law has Alzheimer's, and um, they their spirits know exactly what you're saying. And okay, that's what I thought. It, yeah, and so what you do is you just go. You go have a conversation with them, just like pretend like he's answering you or you're very intuitive, Kathy. So ask him questions or just tell him about your life. Tell him about what's been going on. Tell him about Katie the cat, whatever. And then if you Mm -hmm. ask him a question, his spirit's going to answer you. And again, it's the first thing that comes into your head before you can even think about it. And if you think about it for more than a couple of seconds, that's your brain answering you. But you can have a conversation with him where you're speaking verbally and he's answering you telepathically. That happens oh. all the time, and you're and you know how to do oh. that. Yeah. Oh, that I'm glad you said that because that hadn't even crossed my mind. Yeah. But, so. but she picked up really clearly on our relationship and and right. the, the topics we used to talk about, you know, religion and philosophy, and he and I just really bonded on those things. And she said, you know, to have conversation with him and 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 tell him how much those things meant, sharing those things with him meant to you. And so, yeah, thank you. That's telepathically that's really cool yeah the other thing that we've talked about when you've called in in the past and then also on private consults is patients that have dementia or Alzheimer's or prolonged illnesses where they take a long time to die um, they're doing that because they want the family to get used to the idea of them not being around especially Alzheimer's patients because they can't communicate and so it has to do with them transitioning really slowly to let the family get used to the idea and say their goodbyes and say everything that they need to say so if you look at it as an opportunity for you to go say those things I agree with the other woman or person that you talked to about this Um, you know go see them as much as you can and 
and just have a conversation with him. I think that's a great suggestion is just to try and be with him alone. Give your mom a break. Let her go, you know, do whatever she needs to do. Yeah, that, uh, that's or what I'm going like to try and do. do is, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to try and do. And uh, But, yeah, she, she, she seemed to think that he was kind of, kind of a little bit waiting on me, which is kind of sort of what I think you pick up on at times when you look at it. Every time like we see him. Yeah, you need your yeah. daughters. <laughs> That's right, every yeah. time. Okay. So, yeah. So, remember, you know, talk to him with whatever. If you want him, his answer on something, um, just see what comes into your head. The other thing is you, don't, you, can, you can have a conversation with him without asking him a question. If you tell him stuff, then just stop and pause for a few seconds, 30 seconds, 40 seconds, something like that, and see if you get information like he's having a conversation with you, but he's just, he's just communicating with you telepathically. Yeah. Okay. All right. Go see him. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank okay. you, Julie. Take care. Thanks for calling in. Have you ever heard of Cozy Earth Bedding? It's your ultimate luxury escape. Cozy Earth sheets are temperature regulating and incredibly soft and they even have a 10-year warranty. They're made from organic bamboo and silk, are hypoallergenic, and even antimicrobial. Cozy Earth sheets are so amazing, they've been on Oprah's favorite things list for five years in a row, and I have them on my bed right now. So, if you're ready to elevate your sleep, Cozy Earth has a special offer just for my listeners. Go to CozyEarth.com and use the code AskJulie for a 35% discount. That's C-O-Z-Y-Earth.com and use code AskJulie for a 35% discount. Upgrade your sleep with Cozy Earth Bedding. I love them and so will you. We do this show, everybody, each Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. You can go to AskJulieRyan.com, scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see all this call-in information. Likewise, when you're on the site, sign up for my newsletter because it, what it is is a blog that I send out every Thursday morning, and it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. It'll take you maybe a minute to read it, and there I try and choose questions that are really super interesting. And hopefully you think so too with the ones that I've chosen so far. Also, when you're on on my website, schedule an appointment because then we can have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want. We can talk about deceased loved ones. We can talk about medical stuff going on. I can scan you. I can scan a loved one. I can scan your pet. We can talk about past life issues. I can scan somebody who's sick and perhaps dying. I can communicate with those patients too and those those people. So um, just schedule an appointment and it's really informative and, and really enjoyable. It's a lot of fun to for me especially to have you all to myself for an hour. So consider doing that as well. So we have a question that was submitted online from Jade, and Jade lives in Galway, Ireland. And she says, hi, Julie, I have a few female issues, and to be quite honest, I'm a little embarrassed to write exactly what they are. So I'd like to remain a bit private. 
Can you please scan my body and see what you can pick up? I've had these symptoms for a few years now, and I'm not getting any better. Please let me know how I can help myself without the pain of modern-day therapies. Thank you, Julie. I really appreciate your help. And here's my response. Hi, Jade. The biggest issue I see, and see is in quotes, so I was scanning her in Ireland. Uh, biggest issue I see when energetically connecting with you is a whopping vaginal yeast infection. Once I energetically cleared the exudate, I could see that your tender tissues were raw and inflamed. So I administered some anti-inflammatory energy to get the swelling down. Then I watched an energetic thick white cream get applied to soothe the affected areas. This cream, you guys have, if you've listened before, you've heard me talk about it. It looks like a white, really thick face cream, almost a balm. And I see it used energetically all the time. And it just heals irritated and inflamed tissues. I went back to say, any of us who've had a yeast infection know how miserable it can be. And based on what I saw, I know you're in a lot of pain. Here are some suggestions that can help. Number one, get a prescription for a strong antifungal cream like Monistat. The -the over-the-counter version isn't potent enough for your condition. If your symptoms still persist when you finish using the prescription, immediately call the doctor and get another one ordered. I believe it may, may take up to four rounds of using this medication for it to eradicate the infection. So call in, Jade, call in to the doctor have the doctor write a prescription because they can get a really strong version of Monistat or a generic of Monistat, and it's really going to help with your infection. Number two, get a tube of feminine anti-itch cream. It's available without a prescription and will help soothe those irritated tissues. The brand Vagisil has a new version available that adds a probiotic to their cream. This may be a good one for you to try. Number three, change out of sweaty workout clothes as soon as possible and do your best to only wear cotton lingerie till you're healed, till you feel better. Avoid antibiotics, birth control pills, steroids, and anti-inflammatory medications like Advil. Uh, They all kill off beneficial bacteria in the body and allow candida yeast to flourish. And number five, go to pullaproofexec.com slash diet and download the food chart. It's free. Do your best to follow the suggested food guidelines. In addition, Google systemic yeast infection and educate yourself about avoiding certain foods, alcoholic beverages, and anything fermented. Beer. You live in Ireland. There's a lot of beer that gets drunk in Ireland and beer is so full of yeast and if it comes out of a tap it's really full of yeast so try and avoid that until you get this cleared up and then I closed with a vaginal yeast situation is but one symptom of a larger systemic issue all indicators point to a gut imbalance fix that and you'll heal your body hope you feel better so um, go back to the basics go get some antifungal cream, you know, avoid those foods, let your body heal. And I believe that you're going to feel a lot better here real soon. So, okay, let's go back to the phones. And I believe our next caller is Miasha. Hi, Miasha. Hi, Julie. I am. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I thought I had lost you. Can you get me off the speaker, please? I got some feedback going on. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, is that okay, better? Because I much okay. better. Thank you. Okay, good deal. Good. Tell everybody where you're calling from. 
I am calling from Atlanta, Georgia. Atlanta. What's happening over there? Everything. <laughs> you name it, it's happening. Atlanta's a happening place. It is. It's always something yeah. to do. Always oh, something good. going on. <laughs> well, good. Well, do you have a question for me? Actually, I do. Okay. I've been listening to your show since the very beginning, and um, I always hear you talk about um, – well, I've heard a few callers call in and ask questions about past lives. And yeah. I know that um, they can kind of give you some insight um, as to some of the situations that you're going through in your current yeah. uh, life or situation. So I wanted to know if there's any way that you can kind of tell me about a past life for me. Absolutely. Is there something in particular that you want me to ask about? That usually helps because we all live so many past lives. I mean, it's hundreds of them, so it helps us pinpoint. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, we've we've talked on on occasion before, and um, this pertains more to my career. Um, okay. Um, I guess it's okay to say. I mean, I'm, I'm in human resources, and I would yeah. like to be able to continue that. Okay. Um, but me and my brother were just kind of having a conversation about. Our dad, who passed away um, almost four years ago now, was, um, okay. he was self-employed, had never worked for, um, he's never been on anybody's payroll. You know, he's always right. been in business for himself. So, and I, I keep saying I want to continue my career in HR, but I kind of, I, I want to do something on my own. I want to be able to um, venture out and um, I want to be in charge for myself, or, you know, work okay. for myself. So I just kind of so- wanted to know. So you spirits are, are crazy literal, as you've as we've talked. We've done a private consult or two together, and and, and also we've talked because you've called in a couple of times. Which thank you for listening to the show, and thanks for participating and calling in and all that jazz. Well, you are a delight, as is everybody else mm-hmm. that I get get the opportunity to talk to. Um, so since they're so literal, can we refine that question down, Miasha? Like, uh, can what? Uh, what past lifetime correlates the most with Miyasha's wish to go from HR to being self-employed? Is that yeah? Is that does that work? Yeah. Or okay. even if or even if that is for me, you know, because everyone has a different path. Um, or even if that that's what I'm supposed to well, be doing. Those are two different kinds of questions. I think if that's what you're supposed to be doing, we can talk to your spirit guides. But if you want to know how a past life correlates with your current wish to go from a career of working for somebody to being self-employed, that's a that's a different that's a different question and a different different methodology to find the answer. So, hmm. do you want to? Since you said the past life thing, let's do that. Because that's that's what you came up with first. So how yeah, about, that, that that was my first question. How about is it is does Miasha have a past life that um, in which she left a secure job and went out and did her own business? How about that? Does that work? Something yeah. like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. So how I do this is I envision myself walking down this endless hallway and it's very narrow and it has really high ceilings, like 20-foot tall ceilings. And there are these 12 by 12-inch mirrors, squares, on each wall, floor to ceiling. There's boatloads of them. And so I'm envisioning myself walking down this hallway, and I'm saying, show me a past life or show me any past lives 
that correlate with Miyasha's wish to leave her current employer and create a, uh, a company for herself that she will own. Okay, there's lots of them, tons of them, tons. All right, show me the one that correlates the most with where she is at this point in her life. All right, one has come out of the wall even farther. When I ask that, what I see, Miyasha, is it's like the lifetimes are represented by these mirrors on the wall, and they, it's almost like they're on hydraulic arms and they come out from the wall. And so when I asked, show me the one that correlates the most, that one came out the furthest. And it's way down the hall and it's on the right. It's kind of in the middle of the wall, um, Mm -hmm. floor to ceiling. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to envision myself walking into that one. Okay. um, The year is 1920. You're working in, you're working in a, um, you're a laborer and you're shoveling coal into a furnace to power the heat that's going to power whatever they're manufacturing. I get that it's a, it's a, an iron foundry. So something that is manufacturing iron products, probably pipes or something along those lines. It's heavy industry. And you've got one of those um, helmets with a mask on it. Like you see with a welder that a welder mm-hmm. will use. When they're doing that? Okay. So why does this, how does this correlate with what she currently wants to do and have her own business? All right. So it's like I'm watching this little movie and what I'm seeing is you're leaving there from work and you're filthy and you're hot and you're sweaty and you're a man in this lifetime, by the way. And, um, Okay, you're walking outside, and you walk by a men's clothing store where they have beautiful suits in the window. And this is in Charleston, South Carolina, by the way. It would be interesting oh, to wow. Google that, to Google that, and see if there were any foundries in the 20s in Charleston. Okay, um, I will. Which I think is probably very feasible because it's on the water. So they probably were shipping them, you know, by boat or by ship, shipping them by ship, all probably both domestically and also internationally. So you walk by this men's clothing store and you decide that's what you're going to do, that you that you're sick of working in this environment and somehow you're going to work in that store. So it's like I'm fast forwarding in the movie, you walk into the store and you get a job there as a clerk to get it started. And it's an old man that owns the store and you end, and you end up buying it from him when he retires. Oh, wow. So, that's interesting. Yeah. So what I get out of that is you just have to decide. Yeah. Whatever it is that I really want to do. You just have to decide or wait for inspiration and it will come to you. Like this guy's leaving, you know, working the furnace, shoveling coal into a furnace to at an, at a foundry of some kind. Well, who would connect that with working in a men's fancy men's clothing store? But he walked, he walked by that store hot and sweaty and filthy and thought, I'm going to work in that store. And then, he made that happen, something totally unrelated. So if you wait for inspiration and it will come to you, 
but then when you get inspiration, act on it. Take one step. And when you get paralyzed by fear, Miasha, that means you're thinking too far in advance and you're, you're fearful of how it's all going to play out. Well, there's no way you can know. So right. just take that step. So does that help? It does. Okay. It does. So next time you call in, we'll, do, we'll ask your spirit guides and see what kind of information we can get from them. Sounds good. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Have Take a good care. One. You, too. you too. Bye-bye. Okay. Our next caller, I believe, is Patty. Hi, Miss Patty. Are you there? Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fine. Great. Please tell uh, everybody where you're calling from. I'm calling, I'm calling from Queens, New York. Queens. What's happening up there? Nothing much. <laughs> uh Nothing much, you know. <laughs> um, well, I live in uh, I, I live uh, I live in Manhattan by Queens, so I see a lot of rallies against Donald Trump, you know, in my city. So, oh, that's the only thing that goes on. Yeah. Okay. Well, do you have a question for me? Yeah. Um. Since it's my birthday today, I had a very strange dream. Happy birthday! Thank you. That's. I had a new job. Yeah. And, and the job was I was driving a school bus. So I don't know how to drive. Okay. So in my dream, I drove, and then the second time I drove, and drive, then I drive. Well, reality is true because I got my We're having, whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, Patty, there's something going on with your phone line. It's like oh, okay. I keep hearing a beep. Are you hitting a button or something? No. No, maybe my face is uh, too much close to the phone. Okay, so what I heard was you had a dream and you were driving a school bus. Right. Okay. In reality, um, when I was 19, about to turn 19 years old, I got my driver's license. I took driving in school, but I didn't do so good. And then after um, after I graduated high school, um, I took some driving lessons. And I got my driver's license, and the only time I ever drove was to rent cars. And okay. then after that, I never drove again. Well, you so, live in New York. I mean, you don't right. really need to drive up there that much, right? right? So right. so what happened in your dream when you were driving the school bus? I drove the school bus, and then the second time, I couldn't drive it because I didn't know how to drive. <laughs> okay. But I, I swear to God, I have a, I tell people I have a driver's license, but I don't know how to drive a car. Yeah. Because it's okay. been so long since I've been behind the wheel. I know the basic um, rules of the road. You have to stop at the stop sign, which people don't do. So, you could, stop at, so you, you could drive in an emergency if you had to. You'd figure it out, right? No. No, but I know the, I know the rules of the road, you know, because I drive yeah. my, I, I ride a bike. And I wait for cars as they're coming down. If I start to see them do the blinkers, because yeah. at the time when I was learning how to drive, you're supposed to uh, get your hand out to, if you make a left or a right turn. Now you have right. the, uh, the blinkers in the front, okay? Right. So did so you have, I, back to your dream, did you have a, like a thought where you woke up and you had a question about it or... Yeah, like, what does it mean? Does it mean I'm going to lose my job or am I going to have another job? Because I've been with my job 19 years. And at my age now, it's very hard to look for a job. Well, so I I, wanna... what, 
what I get, Patty, on this is that it um, it shows that you have skills that you're not using. Uh-huh. I don't think it has anything to do with your job. I think right. it's more about that you you have skill sets like your driver's license, mm-hmm. but you don't use it. And so right. that's a good thing because that means that you have lots of skill sets kind of waiting in case mm-hmm. you need to use them. So I think it's, I think it's all good. Well, and maybe it represents, um, I'm, I, uh, for the, since 2009, uh, October, 2009, I've been writing a book and I, I, I focus on it, like I do a lot of editing, and then I give up on it. And then I go back to the book, and I, back and forth. But I promised myself in June when I go on vacation, mm-hmm. on June 17th, I will promise, my, I promise myself that this is it. I really am going to go to the library, get some books, how to get my book published. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. Maybe it has something to do with that. Because I, I have tried to look for a book publisher in the past, and I've been unsuccessful. And right now, the type um, uh, I have my cousin, my my deceased cousin's daughter is dating somebody who has a cousin who works in the publishing company, but he's a janitor. So the, my cousin promised me that her boyfriend will give the book to the cousin. And have the cousin give it to somebody in the publishing company, right? Well, Hopefully, well, I I'm I'm gonna need to to hurry this through because I got yeah. one more caller I got to get mm-hmm. in, and I'm running short on time. But what I okay. get is that it has to do with you have skills that you can uh-huh. utilize if you want, and uh-huh. I think that ties into your book too, Patty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. if you're a writer. And mm-hmm. you can utilize those skills if you want. But but like what I was just saying with Miyasha, wait till yeah. you're inspired. The fact that your book isn't out yet means yeah. it's not supposed to be out yet. Because it's yeah. all going to happen the way that it's supposed to. Okay? Mm-hmm. So let me let you, you go. Just quickly, do you do see me find that my, my cousin's boyfriend's cousin um, really help me to get, you know, maybe that's the publishing company. That I, might get publish a no, I get a no on that. But oh. again, you'll be inspired as it mm-hmm. comes about. Okay. All right. So, All right. Thank uh, you. So happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Thanks for calling in. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Our last caller is Susie. Hi, Susie. We saved oh, until Julie. the very last. We got we got a few more minutes going here. So how are Thank you? Thank you. Um, good, thanks. Yeah, I just was curious whether what you see in my right ankle. I'd had surgery to repair the prone, uh, longitudinal split tear to repair the pronius brevis tendon like two and a half years ago. But two weeks ago, I was crouched down working on some decluttering, and I just felt something really pull, and it's been hurting ever since. And I just wondered if you what you see there you on the like right an orthop- side. You sound like an orthopedic surgeon the way you describe it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just please trying to be quick. And, please tell um, everybody where you're calling from. San Francisco Bay Area. San Francisco. All right. I'm going to get you on my radar. And we'll Thank you. Look at, look at your, it's your right ankle, right? Yeah. Yes, oh, yeah. the right oh, side yeah. of the right ankle. Girl, it is. Yeah, it's on the outside of your ankle, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. towards, kind of like the, more towards the back, but still on the side. I can see that, and interestingly enough, I'm looking at you from the back. That's where the energy, you know, when I got you on my radar, normally I'll shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and I'll 
scan you from the front, but I scanned you from the back, just on, you know, without even trying. So, yeah, it's really inflamed. Let me get the inflammation calmed down. What inflammation looks like, everybody, is red fog, really red. And so anti-inflammatory energy looks blue, and I've got that uh, calming it down. You have um, a little bone chip in that ankle. What did you do? Oh, did you bend nothing, it or something? Nothing. No, did I didn't. You mean a couple weeks ago or originally? Well, whatever's causing this inflammation. Oh, I can see no, I mean, I just was crouched down in a weird position uh, with some papers on the floor, sorting papers on the floor in a weird position, and it just pulled and hurt. And ever since then, I just hope I didn't tear it or rip it, you know, want needing surgery again or something. I was just trying to figure out what I need to do. Um, you, you do have a little bit of a ligament tear, and it looks like, crab meat when you start to pull it apart if you pull the crab meat out of a crab leg and you pull Uh it apart you know how it starts to shred a little bit as you pull it apart so I'm watching Uh that get stitched to heal it but you more importantly have a little bone chip out of there so you're not remembering Mm. what you did but you did something where Mm -hmm. you banged it here not too long ago and it's got a little bit of a bone chip as I'm looking at the ankle from behind it's about in the middle but it's more on the back side of that bone um, oh, where, the, okay. you know, where the part that sticks out. Does that make sense? Am I making sense? But I can yeah. see a little, a little bone okay. chip. So what I'm watching happen, Susie, is I'm watching it get filled in with bone cement, which I've seen used in surgery many, many, many times. I, I'm an inventor of orthopedic surgery devices, so I, my 35-year mm. career I've been in and out of surgery up boatload of times and Mm -hmm. so I'm watching that get filled in and then I'm watching it get smoothed so that it's just around you know your ankle itself is round where the bone is all right and it's still being stitched where those little ligaments are the ligament um, is on top of your ankle but more on the back side of the ankle that's where I'm seeing the shredded part so um do what I need do to go to the doctor and have have the surgery again, or is this something no. I can? No. no. Oh, okay. I think it's going to get better. I think I think if you just ice it and elevate okay. it, uh, no, you're not going to need surgery. And I would say give it an, give it another week. And if the okay. pain is still as bad, it shouldn't be. But if it is, then go see an orthopedist. But so I don't need to wear the boot. Well, let's ask. Is it in Susie's best interest to wear a boot on her foot? I get a no. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you. But, but you what I saw off. instead of the boot was, was one of those little braces that you can get that are elastic. And it, it goes like, you know, over the instep of your foot and it goes up to right above where your ankle is. I think if you get one, you can get them in the pharmacy, in the drugstore, you know, like at okay. CVS or someplace. If you get one of those, try that because I but think you just it, slip on, just something you slip yeah. on because I think I already have that from before. Yeah. <laughs> so try okay. that because and it's it's stretchy, it's elastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I have it's, that. Yeah, and and try that because I think it's I think the compression is going to mm-hmm. help it help it feel better, and I also think it's going to stabilize it while it's healing. Okay, well, thank you so much. I so appreciate you. And hope oh, you have a great are, week next week you are with, with, with your brother. Hope yes, thanks so much. I appreciate that, and I know he will too. So Thank thanks you. for calling in. All righty, take care. Thanks so much. Take care. Bye-bye. 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 All right. 
Okay, there we go. Well, everybody, this was really fun because we had so many people call in. And uh, just as a reminder, again, I am not doing a live show next week, which will be May 4th. Uh, but I will return the following week and do a live show. But in the meantime, send me your questions and uh, put on your calendar to call in on uh, what's the 11th, I guess. May 11th, we'll do another live show. But um, tune in because you're going to love the interview with, with Gary Temple Bodley. He is just a riot and so smart and has such interesting information to convey. If you like this podcast, please do me a favor and go to iTunes and give it a five-star rating because that helps other people find us and helps other people call in, which makes this show interesting and enjoyable for everybody. Please, again, remember my brother in your prayers for his surgery, and uh, I hope your week is terrific, and I look forward to talking with you in a couple of weeks. Take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan and like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.